Welcome to the Money, Marketing, and Mission Show, where we are breaking all the rules when it comes to making money online. I'm your host, Mia Francis Poulin, owner and copywriter-in-chief at The Copy House, a boutique copywriting agency for mission-focused businesses who want to market their business authentically, ethically, and profitably. The Money, Marketing, and Mission Show is here to help amplify the voices of business owners who are out here doing big things, those who are breaking barriers for marginalized communities, redefining time freedom, and generally getting in good trouble to make our society a better place and making money while they do so. So if you're up for an awesome conversation, deep talk, and a good time talking about money, how we do business, and how we do good, then settle in for a listen. Hello and good morning, everyone. I am, well, it could be morning when you're listening to this. It's morning when I'm recording this. And um, I am spending time out in nature. So you'll hear some ambient noise, um, the beautiful sounds of the birds. Um, You'll hear, you know, I don't know, maybe some children laughing. Um, But I'm spending some time out in the sun and in a little bit of solitude because it is what I needed right now. And it's really timely um, that I'm recording this episode in the time of life that it is right now. Um, One of the things that has happened within the last 72 hours of me recording this is there was another terrorist attack in the U.S. where a white supremacist went into a store in Buffalo, New York and opened fire um, and murdered 10 people and injured three additional people. And the reasoning behind the attack as detailed in his 108-page manifesto was racist in the roots. And I won't give give too much time and space to talking about this individual and the horrors that they have bestowed upon our country and amongst people. But I want to talk about how, as a person who deals with anxiety, right, I've coined myself the anxious entrepreneur, you know, and it is Mental Health Awareness Month. What I'm doing to keep pushing forward in business and in life in times like this, and I will say, I'm saying pushing forward, but really I'm giving myself a lot of space this week, this weekend, Today, today is a Monday. I'm recording this on the day that I am supposed to publish it. (laughs) Much to the team's chagrin. Um, But I'm recording this on the day that I'm publishing it. And it's because I've given myself a lot of space to just feel into um, everything that I'm feeling. And so I've planned on recording this episode for a while and you know I I recorded this episode or chose this episode 
because I wanted to share specific tools that I have developed and I use in my business to be able to get to where I am now. And these are the core seven things that I do and that I have done every day. And they feel so important in times like these where emotionally and mentally and physically I'm just feeling muddled. And so I want to share them with you. So I've coined this the seven things, seven tactics that have saved me as an anxious entrepreneur and really that have saved my business. And to give a little context, you know, when I started my business, I started as a single solopreneur bouncing on a yoga ball, very, very heavily pregnant with my second child, um, much like I am now with my third child, who's coming in a matter of weeks. And I started it just with a dream and the idea that I just wanted to make some money (laughs) to support my family. And now it's grown to this this large team, this agency, this system, and it's evolved as I have evolved, as I have grown, right? And and for me, within the business, you know, I've been in business for, at the time of this recording, almost four years, and about halfway through, about around year two, my mental health took a serious, serious, serious and severe, <laughs> severious, that's a new word, um, a serious hit. You know, I got, I got sick as a lot of entrepreneurs do um, on this journey if they have mental health challenges, right? And I got sick and it almost took the business under and what it required was for me to really assess how I am operating in the business and to really let go of a lot of rhetoric <laughs> to be honest that we hear from a lot of highly influential people in the online business space that says that this is the way that you run the business. This is how you hustle. This is how you have to put in, you know, so many hours and so much effort and so much energy and rest when you aren't here anymore in order to become a success. And I had to really let a lot of that go and to accept that I have to operate differently in order for me to achieve my definition of success. So here are the seven things. So point number one, and this is crucial to everything, and it's going to sound like a repeat of what a lot of people are saying, but it truly is to build your systems, which is not just you having a standard operating procedure or an SOP. It is for you to build your team and your tech. So one of my favorite people on this planet, Karanda Adair, she says you need to hire your technology. And I love this idea because oftentimes we think of, especially when we're starting out, right? Let me get the technology that is the cheapest or has the most bells and whistles or I'm gonna use XYZ platform because everyone is using it, right? But you have to look at from top to bottom, how does your technology fit into supporting your business, right? And seeing your technology as 
a resource that is supposed to either generate or save you money, right? And in my case, it's not just generating and saving money, but also helping to save my sanity, right? Like for me, it is very important that I have technology that is intuitive to use and that is easy to use, right? Because for me, it's not necessarily that it has to have the most bells and whistles, but the technology has to be usable enough and easy enough for me to understand or at least to get the training on to understand so that I'm not going into an anxiety spiral of figuring out how to make this this platform work for me best right because then I'm gonna go down the rabbit hole trying to figure it out right and the same is with your people your team right so it's not just enough to have the OBM or whatever um, title it is that people tell you that you need to have. It's not about that. It's about identifying the right qualities and traits in people to complement your strengths and weaknesses and threats to your success as the CEO, right? And that's this part's taken me a long time to figure out, right? It's not just enough to find a warm body to fill a role. It's about finding the right person who will be able to get you from point A to point point B, right? And who who is able to fit into the culture and the goals of the business as a whole, not just for the right now, right? So build your systems. Yes, that means documenting processes, but it's also about the team and the tech. Point number two is to define the type of business that you want. So this has actually been a part of my journey quite a bit because I transitioned from being a sought after solo copywriter to being an agency owner to now being this like hybrid non-technical founder in a SaaS-ish kind of tech-enabled world, right? And so for me, that meant I had to get clear on do I want to just be the highly paid copywriter who's capped at a certain number of projects a month and, you know, like, do I want that life or do I want to build something different? And so... For me, my ambition answered and said, I wanted to build something different, but also to get clear on the fact that I didn't want to be the one that was doing all of the writing, right? I didn't want to be the only person in my team who the the success of the business, the success of if client deadlines are met or if client expectations are met are solely upon my shoulders. I wanted to be able to replicate myself And that's the process that we have started and that we're in right now with our writers. Number three is to get real about capacity. So I went to a great event over the weekend and it was about somatic body work. And one of the things that we talked about is the window of tolerance or the the window of capacity. And what it is, is that essentially all of us have a have a window in which we're able to tolerate the the stressors or the changes or the opportunities or the exciting parts of life, right? And some people have windows that are smaller than others and it's not a wrong or right thing or a right, right way to operate. It just is. 
And so getting real about your window of tolerance of capacity to handle stress, to handle exciting things, to handle whatever it is that life may throw at you or business may throw at you is such a crucial part of this journey. And so one of the things that goes part in part with that is being able to communicate my needs preemptively, right? To be able to preemptively say, these are the things that trigger me. Like for me, it's my email inbox, right? To say, these are the things that trigger me and to be able to operate within that. Number four is to play with time. So for me, that means that if I need to be able to put parameters around my time and how I navigate it, right? So for me, it's not that, you know, I want to work five hours a month or 20 hours a month or something like that. You know, it's not that specifically. For me, it's I know that I need to stay busy and I love to be busy. But also, I will burn myself out and burn myself to a crisp, right? So for me, it's about time blocking, about scheduling my day and my week to into tangible times where I'm saying, this day is for team, this day is for sales conversations, this day is for you know any other type of internal marketing work or client work or whatever, to stick with that. But then also within my day, to gamify my day. So for me, competition is my number one strength, right? And my strengths finder. And so what that means is that if I can gamify and win work, then I am fired up to do it. So I use the Pomodoro technique. Specifically, I use an app called Pomo Done. I don't have an affiliate link for it, but I will go ahead and drop a link for it down in the show notes because I am able to connect it to ClickUp, which is my project management tool. And it has a ticking sound and it, um, it helps me in 25 minute chunks really get clear on what it is that I'm doing and at the end of those those sprints I can see I've done these five things and it feels really amazing because I won the day (laughs) number five is to find your people so what that means to me find your people is that I need to find people who are on this journey with me that I can have be accountable to me not just for getting things done but also for resting also for giving myself space to be a human right and so for me find my people that has looked like me really going in deep with my mastermind and so i'm part of a mastermind hosted by my wonderful coach kaz gaddis it is the momentous mastermind and it is for moms who are raising a kid and a business right and so i'm in this community not just with other online entrepreneurs but with other moms who are building a whole host of different types of businesses and we're doing it together and those are my sisters (laughs) i love 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 those people and the way that we are looking at a 360 view of us as individuals as mothers as business owners as humans being and it's everything for me number six is to simplify everything so what that has looked like has been not just in reducing the number of types of offers that i have down to one which is the subscription but it's also been thinking about as i approach a problem what is the simplest and most straightforward way to get to success not the perfect way 
right? Because perfection and people pleasing, that all kind of amplifies my anxiety, right? And oftentimes it's not even that <laughs> necessary, right? Like there's this, this phrase in the SaaS world that it's like, if you are proud of your MVP, you have waited too long to launch. <laughs> and I understand that, right? Like you have to give yourself space to put it out there and iterate. Otherwise, you're going to be stuck in the same place six months, 12 months, two years down the line. Finally, number seven is to pour into yourself. So what that looks like for me is that I invest in coaching and not just in business coaching, but in energetic coaching, in life coaching. I also have been in therapy every week for the last eight years and I absolutely love it. People, some people are like, eight years, it's a long time. Well, listen, it's not that I'm not making progress, I'm making amazing progress. It is part of my maintenance of my mental health to be in therapy. Also investigating things like somatic work, um, investigating the mind-body connection, and looking at ways that I can slow and calm the nervous system throughout the day. It's also part of my process. And so giving yourself space, whatever that may look like, to breathe and to experience life and to pour into yourself, to reinvigorate yourself because entrepreneurship is not a sprint. It is a long game, right? And so giving yourself the space to recharge and re-energize and to just be and breathe is everything. That's all I got for you. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Money Marketing Admission Show. If you liked this show, please do me a favor and head on over to iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts and leave a five-star review. It really helps our show get found and into the ears of the right listeners. And it would mean the world to me to know that you got value from the discussion here. So, uh, and if you want to get in touch with us, we're at The Copy House. Remember, that's H-A-U-S on all the social media channels, Facebook, Instagram, and and LinkedIn, and you can learn more about the Copy House and how we do copy differently by visiting www.thecopyhouse.com. And remember, that's house, H-A-U-S. Catch you later.